Boys and Ghoul Film Review. Uh, my name is Sarah Stevenson, and this is uh, my co-host Michael Stevenson. G'day. Where we, where he, we will be reviewing and critiquing fantasy, horror, and sci-fi movies and TV shows. This is a no troll zone, so all you trolls out there, I advise, please leave the room. Yeah, get under the bridge where you belong and just pick on Billy Goats. Mm-hmm. So fasten your seatbelts, guys. We're in for an interesting time for you as we review our latest um, film. Pro- film. Okay, now, today, it's a funny one. It's, it, it's, it's not quite a fantasy, but it's a musical animation with a mixture of live in it as well. Um, but it borders on fantasy, but there's some good, interesting bits in it. So we thought, well, why not give it a critique? Yes, and so we will. So the movie we're reviewing is called Song of the South, and it was made in 1946. Yeah, by the Disney Studios. No less. Good old Walt. Mm-hmm. Walt was really into this movie. He'd been a big fan of these stories that were based around the book called Uncle Remus it was yes it was yeah yeah so he wanted to do this for a long time so this is his baby well yeah Walt Walt Disney was into adventure and fantasy and different things that's why we think that this movie sort of fits in that sort of genre even though it may not be officially a fantasy movie so we're going to do it anyway yes so let's give um let's discuss the um plot itself so take it away, Mike. Right. Well, basically, it's uh, a simple story about um, a family who actually come from the South. Yeah, mm. I'll, I'll, I'll use the white the words white, yeah, uh, in the nicest possible way. Mm. A white American, yeah, mm. family come back to the um, plantation uh, because it's just after the Civil War, uh, so uh, slavery's been abolished, but there's still a bit of upheaval in this. Uh, I think I think it's called a Reconstruction period. Now the father, uh, he's uh, in the he's a journalist or a newspaper man, and he's got a few problems from where they normally live. So he's taken his family back to the plantation to keep them safe, and then he disappears for most of the movie to go back and take care of some yeah. things. Now, meanwhile, back at the plantation, uh, the little boy played by Bobby Driscoll. We'll talk about him later. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bobby Driscoll is the focus of the movie. It's yeah. him as a, as a child coming to terms of his loneliness and befriending this old uh, Afro-American gentleman called Uncle, Uncle Remus. Remus. And Uncle Remus is a, a, a mature gentleman who likes telling stories. He's, a, he's content with his life. Uh, he's a happy man and he loves children and all that sort of thing. But the storytelling is not just for the kiddies. It's for everybody. He's sort of a bit like a moral teacher. I think he comes over that way. Yes, exactly. So, so. But anyway, it, it, um, do you want to talk a bit more about... The storyline? Yeah, well, it takes place back in the, that period. And as the story go- grows, the, the um, kids, um, it deals with um, a lot of pent-up issues. And not and while a lot of people out there have looked at this movie with a, with a, with a very um, one-sided face or one-sided brain and think of it as... Um, a racist movie, but I don't see too much racism in this movie ever. Mm-mm. No, no. Yeah. 
don't we, some websites have got it saying some people don't like it, and, and that's the people who are commenting on it. Uh, probably Afro-American people who think the um, the, yeah. uh, the coloured folk, the, and I say that in the nicest possible way, yeah. uh, are no being depicted in a demeaning way or uh, oversimplifying their conditions or make it look like it's too nice. But yeah. this period was actually after slavery had been abolished. These people who work in these farms had a choice to actually stay there, live, work on the farm, have shelter, food, protection, or they could actually leave. So, and they're depicted, you know, the songs didn't say, hey, we're really happy in our work. The the blues started with people like this saying, we sing about our day. You know, I have got a really bad day happening, I will sing about it. Yeah. And I was thinking about, yeah, this is really bad, yeah. and, but I'll get over it. Most songs in this don't yeah. depict sadness, not so much. Well, they're, they're not sad, sad, but the this dialogue in the songs for yeah. the Afro-Americans yeah. were actually depicting what they were doing during the day and how they felt yeah. weak and tired yeah. and happy to have a place to live. Yeah, that like, sort of stuff. But like it isn't saying, hey, um, isn't God wonderful? Yeah. Isn't my boss wonderful? No, it doesn't say that. Yeah, just like the song um, we still call Australia Home. Which is yeah. um, a good song for you to listen to for those who are into that sort of music. Yeah. So, technically, guys, even though a lot of people keep thinking if these guys are singing how wonderful this is, and the well, they didn't say how wonderful it was. It was. You've got to listen to the, the, the lyrics. Yeah, That's the whole point. To the and people think that they aren't listening to lyrics. They're just saying, "I'm tired. I've had a hard day, yeah. and I'm, I'm really lucky to have a yeah. place to lay my head." Yeah, I haven't ever gone time traveling before but when i look at this movie we don't know what they were like how they were they spent their time when they weren't working they could have been happy they could have had a lot of fun times just sitting chatting with each other and thinking how it's great to have friends and family around you so holding a thought too if you are born in a situation like say born into say slavery or uh, let's say, on a farm property such as they were, even if they were free, and they didn't know any other existence, they would not necessarily be upset for stuff they didn't have because they wouldn't have it, they wouldn't know it ex- yeah. existed. So they would be happy with the day that they work and lifestyle yeah. and, and be thankful for everything they've got, not going bitch, 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 moan, 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 as some yeah. people would like to see them depicted in these other movies. Yeah, in this movie it doesn't depict anything horrible. No. They were just yeah happy to have a place to live and work. Yeah. Anyway, so the go- so it's mainly focuses more on the the kid the kid Uncle Remus and the stories. So we don't even see too much of say the live action part well, of yeah, the story. Yeah, the people. Yeah, it's it's more about the animated side of it with uh, Brer Rabbit and Brer Fox and Brer Bear yeah. and other people such yeah, as that. All those kids related stories that. They've grown so used up often in Disney, and if you notice, um, they offer, they may also made a, a ride down in Disney World that's that is still used today. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, mm-hmm. but so, so, yeah, but to get onto things like the Brer Rabbit yeah. story, some people comment on those as being, oh, it's not very nice because Brer Rabbit is a really nasty little guy. He's cheeky. He's naughty. He treats mm-hmm. people bad or whatever. But it's depicting the way a child's mentality would be yeah. and, hey, what I did, I was wrong and I learned yeah. to get myself out of a problem sort of thing. Yeah. Even though he made mistakes, yeah. he paid yeah. for his mistakes in the end. Yeah, one of the yeah. stories which 
comes to mind, the first one um, in the story, Johnny is about to run away from his, the plantation and try to re- meet up with his dad, but Uncle Remus sits down with him and tells him a story about how Br'er Rabbit decides to leave his home, and then he gets into a lot of hell, heck of a trouble. So he went back home again to where he was safe. Yes. Mm. So it was sort of like a good moral um, story, a good moral story, mm. but reverse psychology thrown in there. Exactly. A lot of reverse psychology, but but. Reverse psychology at a level that, say, kids can understand. Yeah. Yeah, like, it, it, it doesn't have to always be an adult perspective on life and in movies, especially if it's a family movie such as this. Yeah. And the second story, mm. which dealt with um, Br'er Rabbit and the Tar Baby. I don't know if you, most of the guys read the story, but it's an interesting story where uh, Br'er Fox and Br'er Bear were going to trap... Um, Bear rabbit by, by making a fake human du- being, a fake human being, and get yeah. and trick him into pounding the creature yeah, out. Yeah, and because bear rabbit was, was a happy little fellow, and he's going to say good morning to everybody, and this little creature didn't answer so him, answer. and he got he, he got very annoyed. So yeah. if you don't uh, answer me, I'll count to three, and yeah. if you don't answer me, I'm going to hit you. And he hit him. Well, this little creature was made out of tar yeah, and got this stuck does to him. Not and he got it doesn't mean that it's necessarily implying violence. I mean, the interesting part to the story, the moral to it, is you have to think with your head, not yeah. your fist. And in the end, he, th- he thought of his fist. I mean, he got himself into trouble by being naughty, but he got out of uh, yeah. trouble by using his wits. Yeah, yeah by exactly um, right. using more reverse psychology in yeah. this one, too. On the, on the simple bear and, and the, the cunning wolf. Yeah, fox. Oh, sorry, fox, sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah big bad wolf, big bad fox. Oh, it's the same thing. Yeah, try Bear living, fox, try living okay. with this one here. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a fox, it's a wolf. Hey, anyway, they were good. Oh, actually, that brings another thing up. Mm. Now, uh, and I think I saw this on the internet somewhere. Some people were annoyed that all the um, animated creatures had uh, Afro-American voices. Hmm. Uh, and obviously you got Simple Bear and Maria Fox, and they were being... They were losers yeah. and idiots and yeah. stuff. Just so and, you guys know, yeah. Uncle Remus and the Fox's voice are yeah, one yeah, of the same person. Okay. Oh, no, they don't have voice, but they use the same... They use the Afro-American voices for all those parts. Uh, and I don't think it was meant to be a derogatory, but if Uncle Remus, who was an Afro-American man, telling a story, would actually be t- 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 telling stories to Afro-American people in the main, and obviously, then in their mentality, it would come over, if anyone was making up a voice, that would be Afro-Americans. Yeah. So it so wasn't. I don't think it was picking on anybody or typecasting or, or anything else. Typecasting or anything mm. like that. Yeah. And technically, I won't. I I don't think I would change the voices even if I no, wanted they, to. No, they they were very good. The people who did the voices. Uncle Remus did the what the bear he said. Um, the, the fox. The fox, and he was really good at it. And it was it was humorous. It was funny. It was well intentioned. Yeah. It was great. It was good entertainment. And Br'er Fo- Rabbit was really correct, funny. Yeah. And it's uh, and they, there's I can't see anything wrong with it, but for some reason or other, Disney Studios uh, won't release this movie at this current point on the American home video market, or even on the special um, net Disney Plus stream they're releasing well, yeah. out, out there yeah, now. Yeah, same thing, Home Network. 
They yeah. won't release it because it's a, a thing that's controversial because of the uh, demeaning uh, nature of the movie. So yeah. I can't see it being Me demeaning either. unless someone's being yeah. really precious about, oh, we're not really like that. Well, were, were these people there back in those days? Mm. Not necessarily. And yeah. it wasn't meant to be a historical movie. Yeah, and there's like a lot of Disney movies I've noticed out there, not counting, not discounting this one, that have been refused to be put on that, on that particular stream. I don't mm. know why they're not there because technically they were really awesome movies. Exactly right. But I even mean, for the day. Saying no, it didn't exist because it annoyed 1% of the population or something, yeah. or even less than 1% of the population. Yeah. I mean, is it? I thought it was majority rules, not minority rules. Yeah. I mean, if the rest of the world loves it, if you have got so many billions of people in the world yeah. and a hundred people in the world don't like yeah. it, get over it, suck it up, get over it, and, uh, watch, something and, else. and watch something else. You yeah. don't have to watch it. Yeah. And you there, don't have to buy it. And there is a yeah. lot of other ones that are pretty funny, and there's nothing wrong with them, not politically or anything yeah. like that. Political and, correctness gone crazy. Yes, and and it's pretty. They were pretty awesome, awesome, interesting movies because they didn't. There's nothing wrong with them. They're just being forgotten. That's the yeah. big problem. And, and it's sad because there's a lot of good movies out there are being squashed. Uh, oh, we think this isn't very good. It's not. It's a bit sensitive on this nature for this thing yeah. or, or something else. And they say, oh no, we won't do it anymore because it might affect, it might annoy one or two people. Or it may not even mention that part. Yeah. They may just pretty much forget at the movie yeah. and don't remember it because yeah, yeah, well, it was um a not a, a short. It was probably a sh- just a, a short project, film project, and they just damn well forgot yeah. about it because think, it was such a small thing. Yeah, I think it gets down to. The trolls are taking over the media. Ooh. I mean, these you got righteous trolls. And they look at anything which, oh, this might be a little bit righteous, so yeah. we can't have it, we'll complain about it. Or we don't think it's politically correct because they did something else, so we'll, we'll make a complaint about it. Mm. Or it just goes on and on. Where do you yeah. draw the line? I, I mean, you know. look at cartoons. I've got some Bugs Bunny cartoons, which are banned cartoons. It was done uh, poking fun at the Germans and the German army during World War Two. Um, they're banned now because, oh, they're not very nice. It might annoy the Germans. Oh, well, boy. I'm sorry, but it was done back in those times when there was a war on, yeah. and they were killing the rest of the world. Yeah, and look at Indiana... It doesn't make it go yeah. away. And look at Indiana, Indiana Jones. That's, talk, that's poking fun of um, the Germans a little yeah, bit. Yeah, they made a bit... You know, one guy, guy takes on the German army and wins. Hello... Yes, it's out of touch with reality. It makes it look really simple, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's Indiana Jones, he's a hero. He's, an yeah. actor. he's great. He's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And, but, it's an, and it's yeah. not to- totally poking fun of our... But I'm going ahead of myself, guys. Sorry again for going ahead, as per usual. So I'll continue with this fun story about this, this movie. So the um, final story that Uncle Remus does mention is about... A ha- about Frere Rabbit's happy place. Oh, yeah, that was Where he was in order to try to outwit the fox and the bear and try to make him think, I know this beautiful, wonderful place. And they're always happy and smiley and always happy and smiley. And they, and the bear wanted to find out where it went, where it is. And and the fox thought, oh, no, it was another trick. But the the bear bear being bigger and stronger. And and stupider. And very stupid. uh, Taught him into it. I'm going to beat you up. I want to see this laughing place. Yeah, so so they did. And we won't tell on 
the how that works out. Yeah, but, but it was very yeah. funny, and yeah, it yeah. was. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. I've seen most of these clips. It's a good look of of these um <coughs> of the Brer Rabbit stories in Disney. It's just short bits. They often just add it into yeah. They, they take Disney snippets segments. out of here and there, but they won't show the whole but movie. They won't show general. the whole movie. However, actually, I'll don't digress a minute. Anybody who can't get a copy of this movie, especially in the States, I think you can still get a torrent download of it. Yeah. Um, so if you go for Song of the South uh, movie, uh, 1946, you should be able to find a copy of it. And it's, I think it's a good look, purely for the fact that, the, look, the acting is purely period for that net time. And I wouldn't say stagey, but it wasn't sharp. Yeah. Um, but... The animation that Disney did and the way they actually put yeah. the animation and the live together mm. is probably on par with what they're doing now with the CGI. They didn't have CGI back in those days. They had a bit yeah. of green screen mm. and they had a few other rods and sods. Yeah. They had nothing else. And I think it's still good mm. what they did then yeah. in comparison to 80 yeah. years later. Mm-hmm. We haven't progressed that far. Yeah, just so you yeah. guys know, Walt Disney didn't do things by halves. Uh, he was a very talented he man. He was a very wanting everything to be spot on, yeah. right there, and make it more believable Near to the audience. Near enough wasn't good enough. He Near wa- enough he, was mm, not good nah, enough. He wanted perfect. Word perfect and yeah. make it believable for the audience. And yeah, take them believe. away. Fantasy land. That's yes. it. So yeah. this is what we're trying to say here. This movie is just mostly drawn upon the fantasy side, not about political yeah. um, extremist oh, racist yeah. stuff. No. So if anybody wants to watch a movie which has got... Um, I say a good mixture of life and animation mm-hmm. and a reasonably good story. A great family movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's great for kids can watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, even old people can watch it and people mm-hmm. in the middle. It's not an action movie. It's not going to scare the crap out of anybody. It's just a nice, yeah. good, a feel-good movie. Yeah, and yeah. just so yeah. you know, when way to the end of the story, there was an ex- the um, kid, Johnny, who who found out that Uncle Remus was leaving, leaving because he... Because the um, mother of the household told him to to leave. to, to leave keep away from her son, and not, the, yeah. not fire him or anything. And, like and his that. way of getting away, getting away was to leave the place because he couldn't keep away. Because I think the the old man generally started to find uh, get this feeling of love for this little boy who was lonely. Yeah, cause I mean, not a nasty love, a nice. Plutonic love, love, which way, you know, which yeah. anyone can shoot. Well, most of us should have, but we don't for some stupid reason. Yeah, and we overlook that yeah. that natural classic yeah. part to this story, guys. The, the, yeah, the love between two human beings, a non-sexual love, a plutonic relationship love. Yeah, like I can love the person next door, the man, lady, the kid next yeah. door, without actually making it yeah. dirty and sleazy and horrible, yeah, because I love them as a human yeah, being. That's the problem with yeah. these people in out there, the trolls. They keep thinking the um, worst of everything, the worst of everything, yeah. even the worst of a simple classical yeah. plot. That and yeah, but there's more love in this movie than anything else. Yeah, like a real the love between the the mother and the father, the boy, Uncle Remus, the, the little boy uh, the making fam- friends with a little girl, and, and the little Afro American boy. There was lots of love yeah, going in there. Yeah, there was a lot of love. Yeah, and that's really it's it's a it's a love story to the uh, people who want to watch it. Yeah, and those people who keep going back to the Civil War, they just overlook the fact there was an aftermath thing that happened after the yeah, Civil War. Yeah, the Reconstruction War. period, I believe it's called. And 
there's um you had movies like oh crikey um Mandingo they had Roots and that was that took you through that same period during the slavery and after the slavery yeah just think and the people and, and and the Afro Americans the ones Alex Haley did the Roots one depicted them as slaves harsh environment but then in the end they made a decision to stay on the farms and they're actually their conditions got a bit better because slavery was abolished and they had to be treated a bit better so yeah and what are we now we're all paid slaves going to work doing our nine to fives we work for somebody we get paid we come home and money goes out the door on rent home repayments food on the table at the end of the week got nothing left we go back to work and do it all again so who's a slave yes so (laughs) way to the end of the story um the boy finds out that remus is gone so he ends up crossing the field when he sees his cart going his oh, cart, yeah. Driving part. And driving, the bull sees the boy. And the boy who was wearing a scarlet type outfit, or red, anyway. And the bull starts to follow him in a fast pace, and we don't get to see You don't see it, obviously. That would be inappropriate. Left it up to um, the viewers to or imagine what well, must, happened. We must admit, the boy did make the fence one way or the other. Yes. He was he laying there next to it. Yeah, yeah and <laughs> Remus and um, his. The boy's dad soon arrive at the at the plantation, and and things slowly began. Well, yeah, the little boy was calling out for Uncle Remus. It sad, yeah. and then it started getting a little bit more. Yeah, the little boy came around a bit, and it's calling for Uncle Remus. Uncle Remus came there and started talking to him, and he's getting to his some conscious mind. The little boy woke up again and was happy to see Uncle Remus. Then his daddy was standing there, and his mummy, and his dad said, "I'm not going to go away. I'm going to stay here with you," and. Everyone's happy and smiling. And next scene, he's up and around, running around with his with friends, all his friends and, and, and all these fictitious characters. That's uh, where it gets really fun. And this, it comes out, well, we don't go too much, but they come out and they, they're playing with them, which yeah. is quite nice. It's, yeah. a, it's a really good finish to it. Yeah, and adds a nice good touch. Yeah, the and warm and fluffy feeling. Yeah, the yeah. Interest, yeah, another interesting thing I like to bring up is that the fox and the bear sort of, um, sort of like... Um, um, you know, inspired characters for the, from these two bullies in the scene. Yeah, oh yeah, two, the two. There's yeah, two the, young boys and they're two white children mm-hmm. who were picking on this other little white boy. Yeah, I'm, I'm using white just for differentiation. Yeah. Because uh, they were. Uh, yeah. Uh, There's uh, no, you don't get confused. Yeah. Uh, and no one actually says anything about these guys, these kids being really nasty little creeps. Yeah. But. They were really nasty and picking on everybody. They were out of control kids. Today, you put them in a buddy foster home or something rather, put an institution, lock them up. They were really nasty pieces. But no one says anything about their behaviour. Yeah, and the interesting thing, they were depicted as yeah, the, um, the probably the fox and, and the, the fox bear. and the bear. Actually, there's another thing here which you probably aren't aware of, but I'm going to throw in here. Okay. Back in the olden days, there was a radio show called Amos and Andy. Mm-hmm. There was a a smart, sharp, uh, smaller guy, I think it was Amos, I think. Mm-hmm. And the big, lumpy guy was Andy, I think, or could have been the other way around. So, small guy, sharp-witted, the other guy's a bit more of a lumbering giant. And you think about Amos and Andy, you think about these two guys, mm-hmm. similar period, might have got the idea for that. And then a couple of years later, a cartoon was made up, Calvin and the Colonel. And Calvin the Colonel, and they were done with Afro-American voices as well. Mm. And I think it has a spin-off of Amos and Andy as well. Yes, so you so think about maybe that whoever did the caricature idea and the story for this might have taken it from Amos and Andy. Yes, so technically, 
um, if you don't go, don't think that it's the um, race. There's a racist thing here because there's no racist uh, thing yeah, here. The 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 the, the coloured oh yeah the Afro American people are not treated with disrespect in the movie. Uh, maybe some people think they um, their conditions are romanticised a bit. Well, it's a fantasy movie. For kids and For family. What do you want? To have a bloody stock there and somebody whipping them during the movie? Would that make somebody happy? Yeah, I would think it, not. Would it make the kids want to stay in the seats and watch it? They will cry to mummy and daddy and have horror, horrible dreams. And be traumatised for life. Yeah. So it's a, it's a fantasy movie. It's basically a kiddie-come-general movie with some songs thrown in. It's a feel-good movie. Yeah. Worth a watch if you can get a copy. Yeah. And another thing i like to bring up, in year 2003, the online film critic Society ranked the film as the 67th greatest animated film of all times and it seems strange that Disney just doesn't even take into account that so many people have given this film a good you yeah, know give, give them a chance good ch- nowadays in America now. in America I, yeah. I, don't, I don't think it's a worldwide thing but that's, yeah. uh, I think it's not yeah. being issued in America and just so you know Whoopi Goldberg who was on an interview yeah she Expressed that she loved this movie and, and they should show it more yeah, in America. Yeah, it should release it for home videos and whatever, so people will actually see it. Yes. Um, I'll add something to it I mean, about the actors, though. While we're here, there's um, Bobby Driscoll was the little boy who was in it. Mm. A couple of years later, he was in um, uh, Treasure Island. Yes. And a few years later, he did the voice of Peter Pan mm-hmm. in the Think Disney about this, guys. in the Disney cartoon. Mm-hmm. Um, the little girl who was in it, her name was. Yeah, oh, Jenny, no, Jenny, Jenny in the movie, but her name is Luana Patton. She did quite a few movies after this as well. Mm. Uh, she was actually a child model, uh, and yes. then she was seen, and she is a cute, adorable, sweet. I mean, some kids pretend to be. She was. She yeah. was a beautiful little girl, so, cute, mm. lovely, sweet, natural, and yeah. I, I'm not. I'm surprised she didn't do too many other movies. But yeah, did just a, so you know, she started yeah. modelling when she was about three, three years of yeah, age. Three, I think, yeah. So that's, well, two thumbs up for her. Yeah. But the guy who played Uncle Remus, his name was James Basket. Now, he was actually given some award which was highly unlikely to, for any Afro-American guy or lady mm-hmm. to get back in those days for his portrayal Counts. in that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so go figure it. I mean, if it was that bad, Good. I mean, they don't... In, I'm I'm not quite finished. Afro-Americans back in those days hardly got a chance to even get a credit mentioned. And he actually gets an award? Mm -hmm. Go figure it. Think about this, guys. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But another thing, there's a lady who played a housekeeper. Her name's, I think, Hattie something or other. I can't remember her last name. She was actually the mammy in Gone with the Wind. Hmm. So... They could be like, oh, typecast and slaves and and domestic help. So what? That's what they were back yeah. in those days. What do you want them to be? Fighter pilots? Yeah. And Doctors? Lawyers? And if there was a lot of wealthy white people in the movie, what are you going to do? You can't change, reverse the roles. Yeah, they would have had coloured, oh, no, sorry, Afro-American slaves. It would not fit in history, mostly. Yeah. It would be like... Yeah. Altering history altogether. That's exactly right. And, and, and think about it too. If you had someone coming off one of these farms to go and get a real job somewhere else after slavery was abolished, okay, have they been to school? 
No. Have been taught a trade? No. What are they going to do? They're going to work on a farm. Or they're going to do a kitchen hand job. Or they're going to do a labouring job. They didn't have any education to fall back on. So they would have to take these demeaning jobs down the bottom. So trolls out there, please be aware that this film is not got a racist bone in its body. Irrespective. Irrespective. Trolls need to... Back off. Back off from everything and look at everything in the proper light, not what yeah. you think the world should be. Yeah. There is no such thing as troll utopia. Yes, no trolls here, guys. And Oh, another thing, guys. I heard a while back I heard some horrible um, um, parents going on about certain fairy, fa- fantasy um, fairy tale movies and fairy tales in general, and they want to do... Um, say they were trying to get banned certain fairy tales like um, Sleeping Beauty and and Snow White because I think the idea of a woman kid being kissed is considered. Um, well, sexual. I think so, that, I think the idea was um, she was asleep and the guy violated her space. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, unwanted sexual approach by kissing her lips. Yes, but so. look at the storyline. He he, uh, he saw Snow White. He was taken for beauty, and he thought she was dying or dead. He gave her a kiss out of love. Yes. Not out of sex. Not a grope, guys. No, he didn't. It wasn't a kiss out of sex. It was a kiss out of love. He fell in love with this beautiful young lady, Mm. and he said, I wish I could have met her and made her my wife. So he gave her a kiss on the lips to say farewell, uh, see you in another life maybe, Mm. and that was it. And she woke up. Love's first kiss. Sim- similar thing with um, Sleeping Beauty. She was in a coma or something. Snow rather. White. No, I did Snow White. Yeah, we said we were talking about Sleeping Beauty and. You no, know, I said Snow White. Oh. And, and Sleeping Beauty was saying that she was in a coma. Mm-hmm. Same thing. And yeah, the, the so, prince fell in love. So this yeah. really annoys me that that What's parent, wrong with love? That, that they don't <laughs> they keep digging too much into even just the smallest classical stories in the history, and they just. Don't realise when to hold... Yeah. I mean, this stuff we grew up when we were kids, technically. They didn't harm us. We didn't yeah. go out and grope someone. No. Exactly if someone right. did grope, I'd probably call the police on them. Yeah. Mm. And it yeah, wouldn't, I wouldn't be blaming fairy tale stories the, or out of it. Does the word nanny state come to mind anywhere? No, oh, yeah, don't go over there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can't protect everybody from everything because you feel like it. And these people always do good to say, oh, we don't like that book, we'll have a band from our school or all the schools. Why? I mean, there was a book came out years ago, probably before your time, was I think it was the um mm. I think it was called The Little Red School Book. Now, I don't know if it was all over the world or just in Australia. Um I think it had something to do with sex and that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. A sex manual guide so teenagers could understand it. Mm-hmm. I think that got banned. And they wonder why all these kids were getting in trouble and getting sex and, 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 and having sex and getting pregnant and stuff. Mm. They weren't instructed. There was no instruction in the school. Yeah. How are they supposed to learn these things? Yeah. So, they banned the book. So the moral is, guys, <laughs> that the Song of the South is not, again, I'm going to say this out loud, is not a racist movie. It's a simple, basic story, classical film. No, nothing that to draw upon and nothing yeah. to over, c- continue creating all these yeah, problems. Yeah, a, a live stroke animated stroke 
musical stroke fantasy movie. Yeah, and That's I would love it if Disney would put a, their horrible hat on and say that they will put all Disney movies out there, not just the simple favorites that have been that have been awarded several times. Well, yeah, exactly past. right. They've they're, like, they got a whole slew of movies animated like sl- in real ones. Yeah, there's like a stack of them, a lot of old ones that go back many, many years, and they have yeah. been not, they're not even, I mean, most of them are probably still, um, they haven't been edited or re- or cleaned up because yeah. they're so old. But they can clean them up. They've they got the programs now. They're, they're doing it to old movies. Now, I've got some of my collection which have been, they look like they came straight out of the the uh, yeah. the the, uh, the film book, uh, yeah, so the, the, the developing area. Yeah, and so um, there are some interesting movies out there that 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 they may be still dirty, but you can go back and clean yeah, them, yeah, and yeah. then sharpen up and the then images sharpen and stuff, them up and, and, and get yeah. them ready to put post them yeah, onto yeah. Disney. Fix Plus. your audio and stuff, but end the story. If, if we lose it, it's gone. Yes, and I'm a collector. I've I've got thousands of movies in my collection. I am an archivist, and I am trying to get as many titles in my collection so they don't disappear. I've got movies going back over 100 years, old silent ones and everything. Not that I want to watch them all, but I want to save them for the future because nobody else is. Yeah, exactly. Why aren't we preserving our history in the media? We do it in music. Stop the whole racist thing and stop questing for movies that just don't yeah. Ring that you yeah. think are bad, but actually they're pretty good. I mean, don't turn into Demolition Man this <laughs> or anything like that. I don't want a world where we don't have a, at least oh, a, a, yeah. a chance for people to see yeah. something that oh, yeah. they think is good. Yeah, Demolition Man. Yeah, that, that's a good movie to yeah, to focus on because yeah, a utopian society. Anything that's good for you is good. If it's not good for you, it must be bad. So it's legal. It doesn't work. Yes. It can't work. It's impossible. Yes. So, um... Be tolerant. Be tolerant. Yeah. And if you don't want to watch something, don't watch it. If you don't listen to a piece of music, don't listen to it. But don't stop other people. Yes, exactly. I just wish that Disney would take uh, more positive criticism instead of Be proud of what they've done for the uh, media. And stop taking other people's work. What is it? You see, Disney's taking a lot of other people's work. No, 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 no. Don't take... I mean, it's just because they they buy 20th century Fox does not give them the right to steal someone else's work and start um, playing around with it no, and, not, or removing it from archives and decides to ban it. They're not they're not released. They're not renewing anything. They're not redistributing it anymore. Mm. That's not the same thing. That's quite right. No, look. It, it, and many movies have died off over the years. Of course, no one's watching them that much or they don't think so. They're not making money out of it. So they're not going to put them out there that people aren't going to buy it or watch it. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. it. Sorry about but that, the, guys. No, I'm just a little pissed you get annoyed at the, things annoyed with Disney at the moment. But, yeah, but Disney and other studios need to at least save what they've got. Digital, put it in digital, shove it in a file somewhere in a computer so it's there and it's saved for the future. Mm. It may be popular again one day. It may not. But mm. if it's gone, it's gone. Right, goes um, the um, popular movie for the day. <laughs> that we'll exactly never see right. in, in the next... I've seen a few of the old old Disney movies that only showed up on, on Channel 7... On, that appear on Sundays years back. This is going back to the nineties and the eighties, where they would often show snippets of of the um of the movie. 
you know, just say 30 or 30 minutes of it before saying to be continue, wait for the next see, next episode next week. Yeah, it'd be like a, be like a, it's a serials. They did serials, they all do or two parters or three parters, yeah, and, and they get you into what's yeah, coming back next week. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and th- those movies, um, I'm sad to say, um, they have pretty much disappearing and the only time I've ever seen them now is on YouTube from from a VCR point of view from a person who probably kept a copy of it but has to wait this long to release it onto YouTube yeah like I don't know if you guys heard this one called the million dollar cat well that that one very nice yes have you guys heard of it no nope yes no can't hear you can't hear you guys speak louder Well, it's pretty much an awesome movie, but I won't go into that one. But there's some awesome ones out there that have been not released or even shown for the last, say, 20 years, which has worries me a lot. Well, I can, I can bring one up right now. There's a movie I just, which has just been re-released this year, I think, mm. which I've just got a copy of legally. I do buy some, mm. um, but it was made in 1964. It's called The Ghost of Sierra de Cobre. Now... It started off as a 55-minute pilot episode for a TV show. And the TV production company said, oh, well, no, we don't do this series because we think it's going to be too scary or whatever, yada, yada, yada. So they canned it. So to save a bit of money, they put some extra footage in there to make it about an hour and a half movie out of it. Uh, and that movie was put through as a TV, telly movie, whatever, didn't, didn't make it to the mainstream, and then disappeared. And, and it's taken, what, 50, 60 years for it to come back and make it available? Come on, guys. I mean, it's, yeah, a, it's now, not a bad movie. Yeah, by now I've looked at it myself, guys, and it's not too bad. I mean, it's a good plot, good story, and it has um, Martin, Martin Landau. Landau in it. But a big positive here, the guy who wrote the screenplay for it, mm-hmm. the, the, uh, the script for it, it was Joseph Stefano. Now, Joseph Stefano did The Outer Limits, he did Psycho, and then numerous other movies. Mm-hmm. So, um, hello, and actually this movie has a psycho feel to it, and the way he builds the story up, and a funny twist at the end. A very similar feel to it. Very, br- very well-structured uh, uh, script, I think. Yeah, again, we're, we're drifting it We away are drifting, again. but we're just picking on the fact that but movies disappear. We are yeah. picking on the fact that these movies, they're not going to be around forever. We have to at least we try need to a, save them. We have to save these movies. Not or bury them. Not bury them and think this will be the end of um, racism because mm. we think a buried movie would get rid of racism. Mm. Like one of my favourite movies is actually a silent movie, Metropolis. Mm. That was done by Fritz Lang in Germany, I can't remember, 1930s, somewhere I can't yeah. remember. A great movie. And then he went mm. to America and made talkies. But what happened that they didn't? Yeah. Keep a copy of Metropolis. Yeah. It would not be available today. Yeah, bear in mind, guys, I didn't say anything about this movie being racist. I just meant that as an example because a lot of people are trying to bury yeah, these movies because, because they think if we get rid of these movies that indicate racism, then we'll bury the racism. But it doesn't mean yeah, it goes can't bury away. It. If you're going to be racist, you're going to be racist whether it's a movie or not. Yes. Um, so and it's not really depicted in the movie. Yeah. Um, the people and aren't actually. Mm-hmm. insulted and then the actors weren't insulted to get paid to be in the movie yeah. have a think about it mm, think guys and how about I Wizard know it's of hard Oz? but think take Wizard of Oz 
All the Munchkins. Yes. They had these dwarves. Uh, they were part of an actors' guild. They didn't mind being part of the actors' guild of dwarves, or whatever. So they they did these roles of dwarves in movies and stuff, and they got paid for it. They didn't say you're picking on me because I'm a bloody dwarf. Yeah. So guys, um, we're drifting away again. Um, no, we're not. <laughs> but bear in mind, guys, this is um we're not attacking um um pe- certain people at the moment. Because in this mo- in this video, we're just trying to open up and realize yeah. that this that this world is full of of there are a lot of good movies that should be out there. A lot of good movies out there that worth go- uh, worth worth watching and, and should be available and should be available to mm. everyone. Yeah, no matter whether say a couple of people don't like it. Yeah, it doesn't. I'm sorry. I mean, if you don't like it, don't, don't watch, watch it. it. It's like you get the pictures to see a new movie. You don't like it, walk out. In this case, you turn a TV on or your YouTube or whatever, and you say, I don't like it, I'll change the channel or leave the room or I'll go yeah. and I'll, I'll go and get my stamp collection now. Yeah. It's more interesting. Yeah, this is one of the reasons why people are walking out of new movies because yeah. they're lacking um, certain well, things. Well, sometimes they're, just, they're either really bad movies or... They don't like the theme of the movie or there's something in the movie that they don't like or it's find offensive. They have an option to get out of their seat and use their feet and go for a walk. Yeah. Or Not say, go... let's ban the movie. Yeah, there's no... I mean, there's nothing wrong with pers- with with opinions about no, it. But, opinions are good. But the executive guys who are running the M studios, the Disney guys, the other people guys... And other studios. They're, yeah. they're just... Plain old th- putting their own personal opinion about this, and they've never bothered to watch the movie. Imagine, but well, probably some of them haven't because it's before their time. They don't mm, care. Yeah, and if they did, they didn't put a very good critique on it. Well, I didn't think it was very. Oh, I don't. I don't watch those sort of movies. I, I think it's a load of rubbish. Don't care. Blah blah yeah. blah. Uh, oh, I think so. a couple of people wrote it, wrote me a letter last week saying I think it's offensive. Okay, we won't. Yeah, we won't distribute you're gonna have to look at a lot of trolls yeah, out there. It's too many of... trolls. And I thought they were in fairy tales. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. there are a few in this world at, at this very moment. Too many trolls. So, guys, um, we're drifting away again. No, so, we're not. Um, trolls now. So, this, let me say, the Songs of the South is the is pre, uh, Song of the South is pretty much an awesome movie. Very lovable. Has lots an awesome cast of people and yeah. and cartoons, <laughs> and I recommend it highly to to every every age a top family movie a top family movie yes yeah. so i give this movie um what would you recommend? Uh, like i give it uh, honestly for, for for the the way they've integrated the animation and the life i've got to give it a nine nine and a half yeah nine and a half out of ten yeah easily. so we pretty much agree on that so, and god well done mr disney yes wherever you are we all pray for you well, I don't pray for him. I just like what he's done. done but, you know, yeah. any, anyway, irrespective. irrespective. His production company. And I understand Mr. Disney was a hard man to work for. Mm. He didn't like, He didn't take second best. Yes. So it, it, it shows in his product. Yes, a smart man with a smart brain. He had, he had a vision. Yes, a creative vision. Yeah, he was. So, so thanks, guys, for listening to this um, broadcast. So see you guys next time, same time, same which hour. Till then, this is Sarah Stevenson saying, Goodbye. Goodbye.